Hello dear listeners, welcome back to another episode of Moss and Coral. This week, Pips and I are talking about something that plays a large part in our day-to-day life. That's right, we're talking social media. We've both got our teas in hand and we are ready to have this conversation. So sit back, relax and enjoy. So this week I um, wanted to actually talk about something that's quite a big part for, I'm going to say, the vast majority of our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, I am indeed talking about social media. Ding, ding. The socials. The social network. Um, firstly, I just want to say welcome back to the UK, Pippa. For those of you oh, that are goodness. joining us for the first time in a while, Pips is now back in the UK and we are doing something incredibly British and something that we used to do a lot with old episodes, but we are both drinking a cup of tea. A cup of tea. <laughs> it has to be done in this cold, cold climate. Got yeah, does on. Jumpers Me too. on and a cup of tea <laughs> and some thick socks. Boom! What tea are you drinking, Pips? I've got. Do you know what? I've got a really. It's not just any old breakfast English English breakfast tea. It's one of those puka ones, the pucker ones. Oh, that comes bougie! In, in its own little sachet with a bit of oat milk, no sugar. Ooh. Massive calf Kidston mug. Love it. Bouge. What about that. you? I have got got my all-time favourite Arbonne hydration tea, which is like Mm. a blend of chamomile and rosemary and thyme, and it's super good for keeping yourself hydrated. Love it. I've still not tried that one, but also I have got something to tell you. Oh my god! For those of you, for those of you listening who know (laughs) how much we both love fizz sticks, I checked the back pocket of my jacket today in my (gasps) my running jacket. Guess what I found, Nikita? What did you find? Two pomegranate fizz sticks that have been sat there all through my time in Barbados as well they've been there the whole time when I've run out and been like I need more fizz sticks they were there all along but the university gave them to me at the appropriate time you find these things when you do uh, when you really need them anywho after our self-divergent <laughs> just we really want you dear listeners to feel at home when we are with you so just so yeah. you can picture it pips and i in our slippers cup of tea i'm actually sat on my bedroom floor um so here we go social media now as i've yes. already addressed social media is actually um now obviously dear listeners um please remember that when Pippa and I talk we talk from our own perspective which is the perspective of a white female living within the western world we recognize that social media isn't something that is um uh, applicable to the vast majority globally um but from our perspective and in our position in our society, the people around us all tend to be on social media. Um, and I just wanted to sort of bring it to the table, as it were, this week, because I actually recently went away. Um, for those of you that follow me on Instagram, you'll have seen the pictures. But I used mm-hmm. that time because I was off the grid. I used that time to have a digital detox. Mm. Now, like you pips I'm someone who is building a social marketing business Mm -hmm. um, an online business an online franchise um 
I also am a 31-year-old who, um, you know, uses social media at times as a resource, uh, not just for building a business, but also to connect people to um, find out information. Um, when I talk about social media, um, the sort of main ones that we are talking about is your sort of your Facebooks, your Instagrams, your Twitters, your TikToks, and WhatsApp, because we've got to remember that WhatsApp is a social media. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, so I, I found myself in the few weeks leading up to my time away, yeah. becoming somewhat consumed by the use of social media. Mm. Um, and the thing is, when I actually looked back and I analysed my efficiency with using these platforms, I wasn't utilising the time that I was spending on it very well. I was literally going mm. over, you know, dear listeners, come on, we're all guilty of it. We scroll over the same thing over and over again. <laughs> and what I actually did is I looked at my um, sort of uh, the analytics of the screen time yeah, um, yeah. on my phone. I've got an iPhone. I don't know if that's something that's applicable on all phones, but I know that on the iPhone you can do that. And I was shocked and horrified by the, by the amount of time that I was spending. Like it comes as no surprise that the most time that I was spending on my phone was on WhatsApp and Instagram. Um, I don't tend to use any of the other social media platforms mentioned um I tried to use TikTok couldn't get on board with it um Facebook obviously used it back in the day and now really and truly mm. I only use it to remind myself of when people's birthdays are um and perhaps put the occasional birthday post on people's walls um but yeah I was honestly shocked and horrified by how much time I was spending on this mm. and mm you know I then used this time away completely cut myself off from it and then coming back what I've done is I've done things like set screen limits to set like yeah. time limits activity limits whatever it's called on social medias um and I always thought that I was somebody who was incredibly conscious of what I was doing incredibly mm. conscious of where I was spending my time incredibly conscious of not being effective mentally uh, in a negative way by my exposures to Instagram because I sort of thought I'm not I don't judge okay for example and this please uh, sort of um, excuse my naivety here but I thought well I don't I'm not affected by the way that I look because I go on Instagram mm. like I don't feel like I don't look good enough because I'm looking at these incredibly beautiful people out there um but that was just a small fraction of the ways that uh, social media sorry can affect negatively um mm. and when I started looking into sort of this for, for this recording um and actually some really interesting conversations I've had of late I sort of thought oh my god I have been affecting oh my gosh I have been affected negatively. Affected negatively? Well, I can't speak today, can I? <laughs> it's a good affected job I'm negatively. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but actually, I sort of thought, oh my goodness, I have. And yeah. I mean, I just want to, firstly, like, what's your sort of thoughts and feelings and opinions towards social media? Is, is this perhaps something that you've realised of late? Like, hit me with your 
facts. Yes, I've only recently put on the whole screen time limit thing. You know, you can, like you said, you can cap uh, how long you spend on an app or something on your iPhone. I only recently did that. And I, I found out relatively quickly how, how, how fast the time goes when you're on something like Instagram and you've only given yourself a 15 minute limit or something. <laughs> and then also how much I was actually glad that that flag came up and said, oh, you've reached your limit today. Do you want to carry on for one more minute or leave it for the day or whatever? I, I, I loved just saying, oh yeah, I'll leave it for the day actually. I found that really, um, I was about to say supportive, absolutely not that word, but it supported my uh, longing to step away from social media quicker and healthier, I think. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you think? Like, I think sometimes you want to keep scrolling and keep going and find something else, even though you yeah. kind of don't. <laughs> yeah. So I felt like it's kind of empowered me to take that back in my own hands and actually be like, oh. And, and also then just be like, oh, sweet. I'm done for the day. Like that kind mm -hmm. of uh, compartmentalization of, of my time spent on that was just really nice. Um, and also then if I have also expanded on that time a couple of times lately, for example, like when we were traveling back to the UK, like I was like, if I want to go on Instagram for a bit longer, I don't care. I'm sat on a train for three hours going back to Essex. Like it's fine. Um, I've got nothing else to do right now. So let's just enjoy the social media. So I was also like enjoying it healthily when I wanted to enjoy it and actually mm -hmm. finding things that made me laugh rather than get caught up in that getting caught up in that um you know downward spiral of of self-deprecation and and judgment and um judgment of other people and judgment of myself and all of that you know like you said the negative stuff that can come from it so I was just looking more at like cat videos and <laughs> pretty dresses that I would have loved to have designed when I was a kid or something so yeah I think for me, I've always had this love-hate relationship, but putting this uh, app tracker thing on my phone has really helped me develop a bit more of a healthy relationship with it. I still do want to get rid of Facebook entirely. Mm -hmm. I feel like for me, that's something that has just been, I just, and I know Facebook own Instagram and WhatsApp now, but I just, I hate this monopolization of all these platforms and you know they've known all this information about me for so and I don't know the ins and outs of it I'm not being a conspiracy theorist here but I just I don't know it makes me feel I feel like my privacy is a little bit uh, attacked by Facebook yeah. um and there's just so much old shit on there as well like people I don't even talk to or know or you know no disrespect but even care about too much you know like you know we're just living different lives and I don't yeah. want to see what they've been a five-year time hop of their uh you know when we were back at school I don't I don't that's kind of a, a done deal you know so yeah. yeah that's kind of me in a brief nutshell when you say what's social media to you and where are you at with it that's like that's like where I'm at with it <laughs> no I think I think it's really important to sort of um discuss these things also I've got to point out uh dear listeners because I know that there will be some of you that are listening that can relate to this Pippa and I are of an age, uh, so we're both 31, um, and for us, what we have seen is the evolution of social media. Mm. So I remember when Facebook was a thing, when it yeah. first came out, you know, um, back in the day, I remember when, do you remember MySpace and Bebo? Like, mm -hmm. they were those first sort of 
social media uh, forums that I was, um, I don't know if you can include MSM Messenger as a form of social media, but I guess you're, you're it was um, the desktop being social. WhatsApp, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. BRB, my mum needs to use the phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the days of dial-up. Um, but it was, it was, we have essentially done a lot of our, forming uh before social media became a thing now i am mm. so incredibly aware that there are uh you know these gen zers i get so confused with all these millennials and gen z's i still don't know where i belong mm. um but i am so aware that there are young teens uh, adolescents that are out there that their entire life mm. they've known social media they've known mm. this online uh forum they've known this on-demand society they've um, seen their parents sat on it all the time as well exactly That's a big thing. exactly yeah, I've, I've noticed. because i think what i mean there are some great things about social media <clears throat> mm don't get me wrong like mm-hmm. the it's an opportunity for uh you know the uh, the older generation say the baby boomers in even our generation it is a way for us particularly in reference here to Facebook to keep in contact with people to see what's going on with people you know and it's kind of when that came about it was interesting because it's like oh so and so from school is gone and done this or oh like she's had another kid or whatever and it was a way to you know oh my god I've not spoken to you since school and 10 years later you're messaging and I guess that there was that kind of excitement that came with um social media obviously it then gets to a point where you don't want to over sort of um indulge in these forums because it's not a real life conversation you know great you've connected on Facebook again say why don't you then meet up and and have a coffee if if you're able to do so or take it like have a phone call um it it allows you to um re-establish connections with people that you knew but it also allows you to meet new people um you and I know this both uh firsthand sorry because like I've already mentioned um we're building online businesses and I've met people that I haven't ever met before online mm, mm. Pippa like <laughs> you and I have literally not seen each other in person for three years <laughs> but because of the likes of social media because of uh, whatsapp because of zoom uh, because of all of these online forums we have been able to not only build a incredible friendship over the last three years but we've also mm. built moco you know we've got a podcast we've got a a whole um world being built uh, because of these so that you know we have to acknowledge the positives in this situation and i realized that over the past two years social media has been a big thing for people to stay in touch um there are however um some things that we need to talk about in terms of the negatives um I had a really interesting conversation actually with a colleague of mine just this afternoon Mm. about TikTok Um, and she was saying that she'd recently spent time with her niece who was in her early 20s and she was uh, at university and she lives with her university um, friends and she was commenting on how 
she thinks that she has several different mental health issues um, right. because of things that she'd read or seen on TikTok. Right. Now, TikTok okay. is becoming the epicenter of information for a large group of adolescents and children. Um, it is essentially our equivalent to Google. So now everything's on TikTok. You know, I I have two young nieces who continually want to try new crazes because they saw it on TikTok. They want to try some new sweet or treat or toy or trend because they saw it on TikTok. We mm. have cases where we have got young people now spending more than what's equivalent to a full-time job scrolling on TikTok, being exposed to um information being exposed to um thoughts and opinions because that's what we have to sort of come back to is that social media is formed of opinion mm. there may be fact in there but primarily it's opinion because it is people's highlight reel they are putting their best sort of self and I say that in quotation marks uh, mm -hmm. because it may not be their best self uh, but they are putting this image forward they're putting this filtered version forward where it is you know it's it's an opinion and mm. the thing is when you're watching when you're exposed to this you're going to start to think that you think the same when you may not because actually you're only looking at something from a two-dimensional perspective. You mm. haven't been exposed to any other yeah. facts or opinions around a topic. And the thing is as well with TikTok, I found like it's such a short, or like stories as well on Instagram or whatever, there's really short bits of like, mm -hmm. 60 seconds or less, right? Like there's only so much information you can put on that, that, you know, it, it can all get, really diluted very quickly um in the big ocean of tiktoks but also there is only so much you can say to keep it engaging and you've also got to remember because it is all about engagement and keeping people on the platform um i did a youtube course about this and how to hook people in with um mm -hmm. you know uh, things to keep them watching your profile and videos and everything um but also a lot of I think a lot of these TikTokers do scaremongering and like lots yeah. of what not to do and how not to do this and don't do like scare scare tactics to get you to click <laughs> and therefore the information they're going to be spreading it's spe spreading is usually that sort of crap isn't it <laughs> absolutely um, you know quick fixes and and fads that don't actually help your well-being um, no they last two yeah. seconds and then they're gone and I think mm. that one of the it's difficult because I am fully aware dear listeners that I use social media um but I'm also aware of the detrimental effects it can have um now I'm not going to say that I'm going to stop using it because actually for me it's been an incredibly valuable tool not yeah. the only tool I need to know but it's been an incredibly valuable tool in me building my business um however I do fear that we are living in a world um we started becoming um sort of members of this society but we are in a society the the on-demand society sorry 
it started happening when we were probably in our late teens, just before we turned 20, when we saw the introduction of uh, things like, and I can't remember exact dates, but things like uh, on-demand TV. Mm. Um, so like, you know, your BBC iPlayers, your ITV hubs, um, your 4ODs, um, these sort of on-demand TVs. And we live mm. in a world now where if we want something, all we have to do is press a button, be it a television show, be it food, be it uh, a film, be it a book. Like transfer. Or, like, yeah, anything that you want that used to take time, thought and a process to do now you just have to click a button and it's done and I fear that going back to this conversation I had with a colleague of mine and her niece that was visiting her niece was suggesting that she thought she might have ADHD now I am by no means downplaying that at all she could potentially have ADHD what we have however seen is that there have been a large increase of self-diagnosed and it's important to note that I'm saying self-diagnosed mm. self-diagnosed mental health issues there's a number of reasons why we have seen a rise in mental health issues we've just come through a pandemic it's still not fully over there's a lot of pressure in society mm. um social media plays a large part in this um but we have come to a point where there's a lot of self-diagnosed issues because people are sharing their information perhaps their own experience um and again it's kind of just those short snippets of information and because mm. the viewers aren't being exposed to anything else they immediately think that they too have what this person's presenting mm. um however it's an important question to ask perhaps that is there actually a rise in um, attention deficits because we are in an on-demand society because mm. we're so used to having things on demand at the click of a button that when it's not that way we don't know how to respond to that we have tailored our attention span around these 15 30 60 second videos mm. processes clips uh decision making it all happens so quickly now and again i repeat i'm not downplaying mental health issues at all i know that there has been a rise in diagnosed mental health issues but i think that that's something that we need to be considerate of when we are mm -hmm. perhaps thinking do i have xyz and I know that this past couple of years has been hard to see a mental um, health advisor. I too have struggled to get a doctor's appointment on many occasions, but I, I feel that perhaps if you are looking at a social media and you think perhaps I have what this person's expressing, I want you to take yourself away from that video, that clip, that post, and I want you to just do a little bit more research. There are many, many mental health pacific certified um apps and websites and digital signposts that you can follow and you can look into and i want you to use 
that information, mm. not the information that you are finding on Instagram, on TikTok, um, on anywhere else. Maybe there are other social media platforms and I'm too old to even know what they are. But I want you to actually use other resources if you've ever written an essay, um, you will know that you need to have more than one resource to um, back up your argument, basically. And I want you to use that same structure and that same idea when it comes to forming opinions or thoughts or concerns. Uh, use multiple researches, but please, please, dear listeners, use trusted sources. Mm. Um, I think that's probably the thing that I am most passionate, aware, conscious, um, supportive of when it comes to social media is that do not treat it like it is the gospel because it's not. Definitely. Even things like Wikipedia, you know, anyone can put shit Oh my on God, don't look at Wikipedia. Website. And please you know don't I mean? Google medical symptoms. Like, please go to an accredited source yeah it's amazing isn't it but like it is this information age that we're living in there's almost too much um and then it does get misconstrued because anyone can articulate it and put it out there <laughs> it's Absolutely. so interesting so interesting it's so and do you know what's really interesting is obviously we've seen the number of mental health issues particularly amongst young people rise um for many reasons that we that sort of we've brought up um but actually there seems to be a lot of documents and um uh programs mm. <laughs> i can't think of the words then. there seems to be a lot being uh, made about the truth behind social media i watched an incredible um documentary a bbc documentary called the instagram effect recently and i highly mm. recommend that you watch it it's not a long documentary it's quite short but in this documentary um they actually speak to people who were sort of at the forefront of so there's got the guy that in, uh, created the hashtag um one of the guys who was like the 19th user of Instagram um mm. the guy that was behind making filters because that's another thing that we need to mention oh, here is the use yeah. of filters full disclosure I use filters I have used filters but I also show pictures of me with my full face like as it is no makeup no like it, I use a balance um what I do like about the use of filters is that it will say when you're using a filter mm. um and also a lot of the times it's obvious that I'm using a filter because people who know me know that I don't have that lovely glow <laughs> but there are times when I use it and I guess that that's because I feel maybe aesthetically it's more pleasing and that's fine like there's no this is the other thing though like you can have fun with it like it is an artistic yeah. expressive platform to have fun with so like you know and uh, but I know we both do it like we still do post the norm like I normally if I've if I've done a video or something with loads of filters I'll normally just do a picture afterwards just saying and, and I love my face. That. Yeah, yeah I always go this is my normal face without a filter because filters are fun but not what I actually look like just yeah. to, like I, I literally say that phrase every time and I think 
and I think it's good to do that but also like there are some people that don't want to do that and that is fine it is their decision it's their platform it's their choice it's just when that line gets blurred where they then start to not realize what they look like or what other people look like or everything is filtered I think it is it's it can be really dangerous it really, <laughs> really can dangerous. and I think particularly um with impressionable people I was actually going to say young people but I think this is applicable to any age group impressionable people um we have we're we're in a world now where people um aspire to be an influencer aspire to be a social media um person (laughs) just just a celebrity you know like yeah famous for being on tiktok or whatever um and I think it's really important to know that, again, these people are showing you a highlight, a showreel. They are influencers. They are paid to make it look like they are living a picture-perfect life. That's not the case. Like a 24-7 thing, yeah, there may be great opportunities that they get to do. They may get to go to great locations, but they are being paid for that. It is their job. Um, they did not wake up like that. I, like, it, you know, and it's just about having that realisation of, yeah, I'm using this filter because I don't feel that confident perhaps showing my full face, but I am confident in who I am as a person. It's just maybe showing it online is, is, is another step. Mm. I'm not using that filter because I've seen these people use these filters and I don't feel good enough. Um, in comparison to them I just use it because I like the way it looks on screen or you know and it's like you say you've just got to know where that line is and um my recommendation always is that if you do follow these quote-unquote influencers type accounts also mix it in with some real um maybe it might be body positivity or it may be um just just some sort of I don't, I'm cautious of what I'm saying when I say real people or real accounts because influencers mm. are real people too but just perhaps have a mix have a collage of what is on your screen so that not everybody looks like they've been airbrushed to within an inch of their life um mm-hmm. because that is not real I don't know does that make sense I feel like I just yeah was very sort of backwards and forwards in what I'm trying to say but I I understand I'm aware that we are living in a time where people are all online and I understand that for me like I said like I don't feel bad about the way that I look because I've spent a long time working on that and not everybody Mm. is in that position. I Mm. completely get that. I'm also incredibly aware of the perspective and privilege from which I talk. Um, I just, I feel like it's always important to have these conversations um, and to bring this to the table Mm. in an ever evolving climate, society. And it's, it, I, I find it also really interesting that whilst our real world is ever evolving and changing, as is social media, you've heard the word algorithms, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
you know like what's changing what in this situation Mm, that's who's controlling who it is it's kind of like another um press more me it's more media isn't it um what did I watch recently that Anna Delvey show on Netflix, oh, you know, Inventing yeah. Anna. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't buy it. I'll give it a two out of no. ten. Um, yeah, oh. I didn't like it either. But, but like, but it does just kind of go to show how, like, I never even heard of that story when it all came out, but I'm surprised I didn't because I feel like the media and the press would have loved something like that. But, you know. I remember reading the article that was really interesting years ago. But, but do you, I, I also, I love documentaries and crime documentaries, but there's this other story, oh God, I've totally forgotten her name now, but this really beautiful uh, girl who was accused of murdering uh, her housemate, like quite a while ago, but she was all over the news. Everyone kept, um, there was this like media frenzy just making out like she was this kind of like beautiful, innocent vixen who murdered her friend because of all this. Oh, was that the Italian this... one? Yeah, it was, it was in Italy. Um, Oh, I've totally forgotten her name now. But anyway, you know, it's like me, social media has this incredible effect to dictate the narrative. And mm. so does media, like normal media, like news tops, um, news tops, news um, reports and articles and newspapers and everything. It can all be, whoever creates those articles can just, not describe, but dictate the narrative. And on oh, our own social social media platforms, we can dictate our narrative, and that's fine. Um, it's just navigating the landscape where it does get blurry. Like Anna Delvey was clearly like exaggerating and kind of being a bit um, over the top with everything, and there was lots of that going on. And I think, yeah, I don't know. It, it seems like authenticity is on its way out, and I feel not on its way out because personally, I feel like. I'm really trying to keep that in social media. And I think you are mm. as well. Like we're trying to keep things as authentic as possible and as open as possible. Um, and I just, yeah, I feel amidst the chaos of filters and all these stories and things, just be authentically you. <laughs> and yeah. fuck what everyone else is doing and, and what you think you should do on social media or what you're trying to do to get followers or anything, if that's your mission. Um, it's all about authenticity for me and those absolutely. are the kind of people I'm interested in on social media you know yeah absolutely and I guess that that's what I was getting at when I said about mm. following real um yeah, profiles yeah. <laughs> see this is why we work so well together <laughs> because <laughs> you say things that I struggle with and then vice versa but um yeah like authenticity is so so powerful um and if you really want those followers be authentic because the thing is people will never buy what it is that you're selling physically people will always buy into you as a person Mm. um that's why you know some people do amazingly at uh social marketing uh companies some people don't is because there's a way of presenting yourself um and just being an authentic human people know when you're not being authentic as well and also just it's okay to not be all over social media like just Mm. because it's such a big thing that I feel like with every company or 
uh, billboard campaign or whatever there's the little like icons in the corner in retail shops there's the icons like followers on these and it's like do you know mm. what if social media is not your thing that's fine if someone says to you they're not on social media don't look at them like they've got free heads like it's okay <laughs> to not want to be on social media like mm. just just let people do what they want allow someone to be authentic and make the decision no I don't want my life all over Facebook or Instagram or twitter or i didn't even talk about twitter <laughs> um but, but like d- thinking about twitter i associate twitter with such a negative like people are horrible and that I, I never hear good things about twitter so i'm just mm. like absolutely avoiding that like the plague <laughs> signed up to it years ago i don't think i've ever posted um but it, it's just about it is a game it's a game mm play it but don't become obsessed with it post a picture if you want to post a picture but don't become so narcissistic that you have to continually just post things about yourself and Mm. and because you want to compete because you want to be one of these people who get paid to do this who have a whole team of people creating this world they are hiring venues and locations to do these photo shoots like just have a little bit of a reality check have a lot of bit mm. of a reality check if you're someone that is becoming consumed with social media and also I see a lot of like so-called influencers you know they've got all these followers and stuff they're not actually earning a lot from this gig they just get some free shit through the post sometimes or mm-hmm. invited to an event every so often like it's really not necessarily a viable way to create an income or a lifestyle like Mm-mm. it might look good it is just a fabricated uh sh- like you said earlier showreel of things so yeah I do I find it so weird I, you know there's one that I follow who just because she reached out on my YouTube channel and she seemed really nice um and she, and she is really nice but she started saying things on her stories like oh the real ones will comment and like all my posts like why aren't why aren't you all just liking my posts? I know the real ones of you will and save them and comment and everything. And I'm like, so that's just going to reinforce this, like a negative headspace around it. Or, oh, you're not a genuine follower or friend because you're not comment. <sighs> like, what does all of this yeah. mean? So, you know, and I just, I, I just really have the awareness if you can, because it's something I've been learning and obviously what you have as well for bringing it up today. Like, if you don't mind me saying, but have this awareness that it isn't all real what one person says to you doesn't have to have a real negative mental health issue with you just do what you need to do um to 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 be okay and authentically yourself in the social media landscape because it's a hard one to navigate for sure absolutely and if you do find yourself sort of really doubting your you know ability to be a friend or a fan or to support someone like just take a step back it's not your job it's not it's not and the thing is I want all of you dear listeners no matter how much you think you use social media I mean if you completely don't use social media then you're exempt from this but no matter how much or how little you think you use social media I want you for the next week there's a little Nikita's challenge here I want Hmm. you to look at your screen time usage on your phone I want you to look at where you are allocating that time and I really want you all 
to just switch off for a couple of days from not using these things. Um, if you are running a business that utilizes social media, you can schedule posts. You can take a couple of days out. You can at least take 24 hours out. Um, but I want you to just take a step back and really see how much of a part social media plays in your life both positively and negatively and if it is more negative than positive then you've got to make some changes um and also I think it's really important to note that these people that we follow that have all of these followers you know you could buy followers right it's not all real what you see online so just remember to keep it authentic keep it real and take a break when you need to Thank you so much for joining us for Moss and Coral this week. It's always an absolute pleasure. And if it is a pleasure for you, your end, be sure to leave us a review via Spotify or iTunes or your podcast provider. We'd love to hear from you and would appreciate any feedback. And of course, especially those five star glowing reviews. See you next week.